This episode of the Exhausted Educators Recharge Show is brought to you by Stetson & Associates. Does your school need some extra help in a variety of areas, maybe in things like providing supports and accommodations or work with collaborative instruction, you know, like co-teachers working together or a teacher and a para working together as a successful team, maybe even need some help with building inclusive systems within your school? What about this one? Staffing issues. We've all got those. No matter what the questions are that you're facing, Stetson can help you find answers and help you develop a strategic plan that's tailor-made for your school and the challenges that you're facing. To learn more about Stetson & Associates, go to stetsonassociates.com and find out how their team can help you and your staff and your students meet the goals that you're striving for. And when you're lucky enough to talk with one of their fantastic employees, please make sure to tell them that you heard all about Stetson from the Exhausted Educators Recharge Show. To all the Exhausted Village, I'm, that's what I'm going to call your fans, Kyle, the Exhausted Village. Shout out to the Exhausted Educators. <laughs> this is a Holding On To Learning LLC production. Woo! The ideas expressed on this show are not the views of their employer. Besides, if you really want to take advice from this guy, well, you should probably do it at your own risk. You're going to love the Exhausted Educators channel. Class is in session. Here's the short bald dude from the Exhausted Educators show. What is going on, education heroes? Thank you for dropping in to the Exhausted Educators Recharge show. It is the season of giving, and this episode is going to revolve around that main theme. You'd probably agree that time is like the one thing in education we definitely never have enough of and we wish we had more of. So we brought on a special guest who you will remember if you've been a longtime listener. She comes on every year, and today she's going to talk about special time-saving hacks that will help you out moving forward. You can think of it as like gift number one in this episode. But let me also talk about another gift that I want to give to you. If you're one of those that never signed up for the Educators Virtual Bash that we rolled out back in August, you know, the one that has 50 education workshops put out by educational leaders from across the country and all the way to Australia even, maybe the $10 fee to get access to those scared you off a little bit. Well, I've got a special holiday gift for you because... We were able to secure all the funding, thanks to the generous purchases of all our educators out there that paid for all of our expenses for hosting platform and advertisement fees and so forth. And because of that, from now until June, the Educators Virtual Bash is completely free. You no longer need to pay for it. So you no longer have an excuse as to why you wouldn't be watching it or listening to some of these amazing workshops and also hooking into a lot of their additional free resources that the presenters provide. And if you happen to be new to this show, I will tell you that these particular workshops are like 30 minutes or less. They're made to fit into your busy schedule. You can put them on your cell phone. You can watch them on your laptop. You can listen to them. You can watch them. You can check out all the links that are resources that are provided by our presenters, however you want to attack it. But I'm here to tell you today, happy holidays. This is a gift, and I hope it's a gift that not only you'll enjoy, but you'll also share. Because it's completely free, you can now share it with your staff members if you want. If you're a principal, pump it out to your staff. If you're a teacher, share it with your fellow teachers and your paraeducators. I know here locally in our district, we pushed it out to the whole district. And why wouldn't you? It's completely free, 
and it is filled with amazing workshops across just an enormous amount of different categories. So in order to find out more about that and how you go about getting that free resource, your free gift for the holidays, just go to rechargedfamily.podia.com and I'll put that link in the show notes. Let's turn our page towards the other gift that we're providing you in this episode, the gift of time. It's time to get recharged, people. Lauren Bolden is an incredible human. And if you're a longtime listener, you'll know that we try to bring Lauren on every single year because she brings so much great content and so many great ideas. The feedback I've always gotten from her episodes has been great. So not only is she a great friend of mine, a really good friend, I'm here to tell you that you could find her in the Educators Virtual Bash, where she does an amazing episode on exactly what we're talking about today. So if you listen to what she's got to share and you're like, I want to find out more, well, just go get the free virtual bash and you can listen to her whole session. But you could also find her at conferences presenting. She's an author. And in our district, she's considered to be a leader in digital learning. And above all, she's just a good friend because she's got an amazing heart and she cares about people. For you, the listener today, you're just going to mostly be concerned about this one thing, her knowledge. She's going to share some knowledge with you. I just, I just asked her the other day, like, listen, I'd love to give this gift of time-saving hacks. Can you just jump on and share, just brain dump whatever you think would be great. And then if you want to find out more information, go to her session. So you get your full fill of Lauren Bolden. So ladies and gentlemen, I know as always, you're going to enjoy this chat. Here she is, Lauren Bolden. It is a special night. It is a giving season, and we have on our very good friend, Lauren Bolden, to guide us in time-saving hacks tonight. Lauren, thank you for jumping on with me. Thanks so much for having me again, Kyle. I always love being here and hanging out with you and, and your podcast family, so I appreciate the invite. Absolutely, and uh, I always get good feedback whether it be from the times you're on the podcast or the session that you did for the virtual bash this last fall, which was really well received. And I wanted to bring you on to talk a little bit about just time-saving hacks, which is was totally up, totally right up your alley. And you do so many amazing things. Uh, and so if you've, if you, by the way, if you haven't heard her previous, she's been on every, every year with us. So she comes on every year She's a good person, and she comes on for a variety of different things. I think one did uh, mentoring, talked about mentoring. We talked about work with new teachers. Today, we're going to talk about what everybody needs. How do we get more time out of the day? <laughs> for sure. For sure. We need to save those seconds. That's my, my MO. Oh, we, there's never enough time. It's the one thing all educators wish we had more of, right? So That's real quick, in case, in case people don't know, just... Uh, tell them who you are and just kind of give them a little bit about what you do. You don't have to go deep diving or anything, but just give them a little, get them caught up to speed on the, the amazing person that you are. Yeah. 
Thanks, Kyle. Awesome. Thank you again for having me. I am Lauren. I am in my 18th year in education. For the first 11, I taught middle school ELA in seventh and eighth grade. And then I transitioned into my current role, which is a digital learning resource teacher for the same district, um, where I get to coach teachers in implementing technology um, into their classroom and into their lessons effectively. I also help um, guide our newest hires and our newest teachers in our district through the mentoring program. And I get to sit next to this guy and uh, get all of his great knowledge every single day. So I'm a, a lucky, lucky gal. Oh, goodness. I, I don't know if that's the case. It's probably you poor soul that have to share an office space with me. <laughs> so uh, you, you do so many amazing things. Uh, you are the lead person for mentoring our new teachers, and there is nobody better in the world at that than uh, than you, and which is my personal opinion. Uh, and you just take care of, you just take care of people, and you in a wide variety of ways. Sorry for breaking into the show, everybody, but I want to remind you this episode is brought to you by Stetson and Associates. No matter what the challenges are that you and your team faces, Stetson and Associates can help you devise and develop a plan that's going to be tailor-made for you and your staff. To find out more about Stetson and the amazing resources that they provide, go to stetsonassociates.com. Now, let's get back to the action. You have do dove into, uh, since you all your work with digital learning, you dove into a variety of things that can help people save time, and I want to get into that. But first, let's start with like, organizational tip. Do you have like an organizational tip? Because that's what a lot of people are struggling with as educators, whether it be a teacher or administrator, even paraprofessionals, anybody in education, how we organize ourselves, whether it be professionally or personally. That's a great question. It's actually something I research all the time for myself because I am not the most organized person. I'm an organized mess. That's what I like to consider myself um, because I think we all come from, you know, just like the students in our classroom, we all have different brains, right? And my brain is very much that my piles mean something to me, right? Um, if you were to walk in or you walk in past my desk every day, I have certain piles on my desk. It drives me nuts that they're there. But if you ask me to find anything, I will find it in a second <laughs> because that is how my brain has organized. And that is the system that works for me. Um, whereas I know there are others in our office who, you know, are so good. Like, I just am like, can I please have your brain? Because they, they know where to put things and like, it makes sense to them and it's tucked away in a drawer and they can find it right away. And as soon as it goes in a drawer, chaos happens in my brain. So I think it's about finding the organizational system that helps you best and being okay that if it's not neat and organized, working towards finding something that works for you, but also, you know, always growing. Like, you know, the other day I organized my desk. I panicked a little bit because I couldn't find things for a couple of days. But then I was like, oh, this is just my new piles. It's just neatly put away. So, you know, constantly trying to um, help yourself grow and, uh, and, and find the system that works best for you. So I, I don't know that that helps, but um, I think you're spot on. Yeah. Cause it, it's, it's one of those things that there are a wide variety of ways to organize yourself. However, 
um, what the person right next door to you does doesn't necessarily mean that that's what, what's going to work for you. It's great to take bits and pieces of organizational systems from everybody, but you got to make something work for yourself and your brain's not just like theirs. So whatever works for you is great. I often joke and I actually shared this, I did like a session uh, podcast uh, episode on executive functioning and trying to help kids with executive functioning on the, the parents' podcast that I have. And I talked about when my wife met me, my organizational system was in a shoebox. <laughs> I would take the shoebox out. Now, this was back in the, the, the Stone Age when, you know, we didn't, we weren't doing all of our bills online and so forth. So it was, I'd get the bills in the mail and then I would put them in the shoebox. And then I had a day every month, I'd pull the shoebox out and I'd go through my bills and in the box was, was my checkbook. And I wrote it that like it, it would probably drive my wife crazy right now. And she's, she still makes good jokes at me and, and rightly so. But what I'm saying is like that, that worked for me. That would not work for, for a lot of other people. And so I think what you're saying is exactly right. Like it, there is no one size fits all, you know, as far as organizing your life. Hey, mine was basically in a shoebox too, Kyle. So I understand. <laughs> we got similar brains, Lauren. We do. We do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So at, at, as I alluded to in the introduction, this is kind of like a giving show. I'm giving the gift. I, I mentioned to him about how the virtual bash, epi the sessions, the workshops, and the resources are all completely free. That is free. It's out, it's out there. It's available, including your amazing session. And I also wanted to give them the gift of you sharing your time-saving hacks so this is an open forum for you to just share anything that you think would be valuable for our educator friends in the audience. Absolutely. I'm going to share my screen if you don't mind. Absolutely. Go ahead. Zoom language, right? Um, hopefully this opens to something good. Perfect. So um, this is all about time saving for you. I am 100% in saving seconds because they add up to minutes. That gives you back time in your personal life, um, doing the things that you would like to do outside of the work world. We know that um, all educators from the you know superintendents all the way down to anybody who works in the building is constantly being tasked with lots and lots of different things. And so in order to get all of those things done, saving time is key. So I am going to um, start off today with some Google hacks and not everybody is a Google district. Um, however, I know a lot of people use Google as their internet browser. So I want to show some quick tools um, that I use to help me and that I've shared with teachers to help them um, get their mornings set off right. The first thing I want to talk to you about is Google bookmark folders. So what this does, and if you see right along my top here, I have a lot of things bookmarked. And what that will do is give me easy access to um, anything that I need at the start of the day. So for example, I am going to come to these three vertical dots. I'm gonna come down to bookmarks and I'm gonna make sure show bookmark bar is on. This is what it would look like if the bookmark bar is off. And I wanna turn that back on again, bookmarks and show a bookmark bar. What that's going to do, it is going to allow me 
to drag things and save them for easy access on this bookmark bar. So let's say um, Marie Kondo, your, your Google Drive, is the presentation I'm currently working on in class each and every day for this next week. If I highlight the presentation, click on my mouse and just drag it, it will rest nice and easy on my bookmark bar. Let's say I am always in my drive. So I want just a quick, easy access to my drive. Again, I highlight it and I drop it down. Notice how over here, these icons are a little tighter. They don't have words next to them. You can do that too. I'm gonna click, I'm going to right click on the Marie Kondo and I'm gonna come down to edit. I'm gonna take out the name. I'm just hitting backspace and hit save and that tightens up my icon for me. So there's Marie Kondo right there. Just like here is my um, Google Drive. Here's our LMS Schoology. Um, you know, our class link is like our, our platform that we use to get into everything in my particular district. All of those are quick at my fingertips in the morning. So for example, I open up Google, I can click here to open my drive, and then I can click here to open my class link, and I can click here to open my Schoology. So everything is smooth. I also can organize this in folders if that works better for you. So I created a morning folder and everything that I use right now gets just dragged into that folder. Same exact idea, but this one's a little trickier. You have to dig for it. So I'm just going to hover over my bookmark bar and I'm going to right click. I'm going to come down and say add folder. And so I'm going to say um, new morning folder. I have a lot of bookmarks saved and that's actually where that just hid all the way at the bottom of my bookmarks. So I'm going to grab these two little arrows that are hidden I'm going to click on it and then I got to scroll all the way to the very, very bottom. And at the very, very bottom is, sorry, my Zoom tools are in my way. Oh my <laughs> goodness. Um, let me grab that again. I'm going to scroll all the way down to the very, very bottom. And that folder is going to be resting down there. I'm going to um, left click on it one click, and then I'm just going to drag it up to my bookmark bar. And there it is. And so as you can see, it's empty, but I want to start filling it with things. So I am going to fill it with um, my class link. So I'm going to click over and I'm just going to highlight again. I'm going to drop it into my folder. And if you notice, there it is. So everything that I need in the morning doesn't necessarily have to live on that bookmark bar. I can also put it right in this folder. So I just open it up and then I start clicking and opening. So absolutely love that feature to That's get awesome. you organized, get yourself started. It's super simple, but it's super powerful. Like it, it, that's, a, that's a really quick, meaningful one, right? Everything you've got right there is on the bar. And by the way, for those of you who usually catch this, uh, our episodes on the audio version, if you want to see, you know, I know Lauren's doing a great job of talking through, but if you want to see what she's doing, just go over to our YouTube, our Recharge Family YouTube channel, and it, it's there as well. So you can kind of see what she's doing as she's talking it through. Awesome. And I will try and even be clearer um, about that. Thanks You're doing amazingly reminder. well. Amazingly right. well. Great. The next thing I love about Google is this pin feature. And that's what I want to describe next. So what pinning will do is I, if you're like me, my brain works like my, um, my Google tabs. I have a ton open at one time. However, if 
um, I'm click happy and I'm moving too fast, my brain's thinking too fast, I might accidentally X out something that's important. So the one thing that I love about Google is along the tops or along my tabs, if I come to my open tab and I right click it, there is um, about seven uh, selections down. It says pin. It's going to zip up my tab. But what that will do is I no longer have an X next to it. It's just going to pin that tab for me right there so that um, if I, I can't close it out, if I close out all of Google, a lot of times it will stick. So if I reopen Google, um, that pin will live right up at the top there so that I can always make sure that my um, Google Slides for the day that I'm presenting my lesson in don't go missing. Um, and, you know, we all know that sometimes our computers aren't the fastest and it takes a while for them to upload and, you know, Google Drive to upload. This way, it's just there and you're not having to wait for your computer um, to get itself together. And then it's a fail, a fail safe. You're not going to lose what um, you've worked so hard on. Awesome. This next one is something that um, I, I call her my work wife taught me. Um, she does the same job as me. This was one of the very first tips and tricks she taught me on the job seven years ago. And it is the paint roller. Never knew what this little icon did. It's, um, it's kind of at the top of everything that has um, a text box editor on it. It's in your email. It's in Google um, Docs, Forms maybe not forms, uh, but uh, slides, things of that sort. Let me show you what it is. How many times do you go to grab something off the internet and it is, um, it's formatted in a very different way than you want it to be formatted in? All the time. <laughs> all the, all the time. time. Seems like it happens all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I had a um, article open, and I'm sorry it went away, but we'll use it again later. Hurricanes, um, or let's see, all about hurricanes. See, I, I looked for it before. <laughs> all right, so I'm actually going to use this really cool um, extension. It's um, called Postlight Reader. This this icon, this article has a lot of pictures and maybe some distractors. I'm going to click on that and it's going to tighten it up and get rid of all those distractors for me. But what I want to do is I want to kind of copy and paste this um, into my slides. And so I'm going to copy it. I'm going to head back to my slides and notice my format, my, my font is um, fit. But if I were to just paste this in regularly, I get that kind of weird background, um, everything looks a little funny, and it's not fitting my fit format. So I'm going to control Z right there, which we'll talk about in a minute, a great little shortcut. But if I would like to um, paste this in, I can, again, I can paste it just like that. And what I then do is I am going to take a little sample of the font that I want, and I'm going to click that paint roller, and then I'm going to come down and highlight the docu the stuff I just put in, and now it matches my font perfectly. Um, you also can use the keyboard shortcut Control Shift V. I'll kind of show you what that looks like. I'm going to undo here. If I come in and I do Control Shift V on my keyboard, it automatically 
um, uses the correct format that I'm using. So you can use this in email when you're copying and pasting, um, you know, standards from something and pasting them in your lesson plan. If you use control shift V or use that paint roller, everything will look the same. You're not having to highlight, change the font size, change the font color, take away any background, things of that sort. Just a quick way to make everything look smooth and nice. That is awesome. That is awesome. Control shift V. Yeah. I, there, there are a couple things that, that, um, I know you've taught me through the years and I, I feel like I should put them on t-shirts like, <laughs> right. Like, control shift V is one of them. Yes. Walk around <laughs> with the paint roller and control. Shift v. Right. It's life right there. That's it. <laughs> I love it. The other thing, um, Google has just gotten so good. And I, we just had a teacher email us the other day and was like, I'm trying to make a QR code and all of these QR code websites are not working. Do you have a good one? Yeah, Google itself just hmm. blew our mind. So I can now on any website, you should find this little um, up in the Omnibox. That's where the web address bar, it's called the Omnibox, whatever you like to call it, um, where you would paste an address in is a little arrow that points out next to the web address. If I click on it, and I go down about three uh, selections. It says create a QR code. And the QR code is created. I can copy it right then and there. There's a copy button. There's also a download button. And all I need to then do is just paste it where I want it. And my QR code is ready and made for me. It's so, so easy. Again, so easy. I could go back to that Hurricanes page. And again, I'm going to click on the little arrow, slide down to create QR code, hit copy, and I can paste that right into my document. And I am ready to roll. So Huge time saving. Oh, it, absolutely. I can tell you, I don't even remember what it was. Last spring, I had to generate a QR code for something. And I did some searches, just some general searches on creating a QR code. And I I remembered you had said Google, there's a way to do it in Google. And I could, but I couldn't remember. So I was just doing some general searches. And there was, it took me to so many different sites, almost to the point where I was like, I'm about to pay for a service to get a QR code. Oh, and, and all of a sudden I pumped the brakes and I said, I know Lauren has said there's something available on Google. So then I did like the, the right search on YouTube or whatever. And it kind of, kind of, you know, cued me in on it. But this, it's, it's super easy. It's right there at your fingertips. Oh, I love it. I'm glad that you found it because it is certainly a time saving tip for <laughs> sure. Um, the other things I love are shortcuts. I talked to you about control Z already on my keyboard. I use control Z all the time. So for example, I'm going to paste that um, QR code accidentally on this slide that I just made. If I control Z, it'll automatically take it off. So it's just my undo button, just like up here, that little back arrow that's along your toolbar usually that you can take your mouse to and undo. I'm just saving you the reach for the mouse, the finding of the arrow on your screen and getting up there. A control Z will back you right out. Another one that I absolutely love that I didn't know was um, control and then hitting a number one through nine. That will jump me to a specific tab on my um, open 
um, tabs in Google. So let's say I need to get to um, the Google Keep that I have open. If you notice along the top, Google Keep is my third tab. So if I hit Control 3, it'll automatically take me to Google Keep. And now I need to get back to my presentation. So I'm going to hit Control 1 on my keyboard, and it's going to take me right back. So again, it's just replacing finding my grabbing my mouse, finding the arrow, dragging it up and clicking. It's saving literal seconds, but I just think it's super cool because yeah. I can get to those tabs way faster. That's so cool. That's it. And for me, who I usually have like 20 tabs open, I like it. <laughs> yeah. The only downfall is like after nine, you can't put in 10 because it thinks you want one. So gotcha. um, oh, that makes sense. Work on those first nine, yes. but yeah, it's, it's amazing. So, um, and then, you know, I'm going to use that again. I'm going to go control five. It's going to get me here to our, you know, email, but I now want to look for something else. If I control L it'll highlight my Omnibox and then I can type in my Omnibox. So it just basically allows me to search again. So control L puts me right um, up into my Google search bar and I can start looking for something different. Um, again, saving those mouse clicks can be huge. Yep. And then finally, the last one that I love, you know, if you're using the pin feature I talked about, you might not have to do this, this whole control shift T. What does that do? It reopens that last tab. So maybe I didn't get a chance to pin my email this morning. Um, and so I or my Google Keep this morning and I accidentally close it out. If I control shift T on my keyboard, it will open up that last tab that was currently open. Awesome. So um, I think that is super helpful. Um, and you can also use that if your school is a Chromebook uh, based school, you can do that on a student device. If you're, you know, um, walking around the room monitoring and you quick see a tab close, um, you can control shift T if you need to. to get Oh, there. that is tricky. Oh, is, that right? is tricky stuff <laughs> that you right can, when you can tell they quickly, quickly exited out of something. It control shift T. That is that right? Control shift that's T. It? Oh, that's magic. That okay. is magic. <laughs> Kids are not gonna be happy I shared that. So. <laughs> oh. Well that is that is such good stuff. Such good stuff. You're an you're amazing. That the amount of the amount of knowledge in your head is just astronomical. No, it's all about saving everyone out there sometimes. And on this presentation, I'm sure Kyle will kindly link that into his show notes um, is some more keyboard shortcuts for you. Um, these are just some of my favorite. Awesome. So, you know, um, go ahead. But no, go ahead. I was going to say uh, the control Z is a lifesaver for me, too. Like that's that's absolutely uh, uh, the ability to hit a mulligan, as they say in golf, and go back yes. and do stuff. It's glorious. And you don't even get a stroke penalty or That's, anything. That is correct. I love it. Control Z, I probably use that the most besides Control V because, uh, you know, I'm always pacing and undoing yeah. everything. So. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Google Keep is um, a hidden treasure in Google that could really be a time saver. There are many ways that this could save you time. I want to share... Um, one quick way with you. Sure. Um, in, in online, in the um, 
the virtual bash, I saved three ways to use Google Keep, but I wanted to share one with your with your audience tonight. I'm gonna pop into Google Keep right now. If you notice, um, I took a picture. So I downloaded Google Keep on my phone. It's just an app. I logged in um, with this with my school Google account on my phone. And I had a picture of this library expectations. And um, this librarian had it up and she unfortunately moved on to another um, role. But the new librarian was like, hey, I wanna, I wanna edit this, but I don't feel like retyping it. Great, let me show you what to do. I took a picture of the library expectations in Google Keep. And what winds up happening is it pulls into my Google Keep and I can now click these three vertical dots under the image that is on Google Keep. It's just keep.google.com. And I say, grab image text. And if I scroll down, everything in that um, document has now been typed for me in this grab image text. And now I'm just gonna highlight it. I can copy it. And then I am going to use my control shift V and I'm gonna paste it into my document and I'm ready to go and I'm able to edit. And so I am not spending time retyping, I don't even know how many dots are here, like 20 bullet points. <laughs> it is done for that me. That is awesome. It's amazing. And if awesome. you see over here, it will take, um, somebody did notes. We were testing if this would work with the music. Um, it kind of takes the notes and it, it breaks it down, but it doesn't, it didn't take the image of the, the music notes and, and turn it into text, but it took all the other words and numbers and turned it into text. Cool. That is neat. That is neat. And I'll tell you, I, I remember when you shared this before and, I wrote it down and I never put that app on my phone. But now that you're mentioning it again, sometimes it takes me two or three times. And then I will definitely, I wrote myself a note. And also, I'll, I'll link, uh, you said keep.google.com. Is that correct? That is correct. All Absolutely. Right. And what Kyle says is so true because here is like, this is shameful maybe, but I put all these things together and then I share them out and I forget that I've shared them because you can only accept in your brain what, what it's ready to take. And so every time I come back in here, I'm like, Oh, I need to start using that again. So I totally understand, right? Like yep. you got to take your nugget for that moment. Yep. That's true. That's true. Well, uh, -huh. uh I don't, I don't want to pull back, but did, did you have anything else that you, you had on your, your there that you wanted to share with us? I think that that is those Google tips and tricks could be so helpful. And even if you don't use Google, these are all things that you can find in other internet browsers to get you started. Um, you know, Edge has bookmarking and, you know, that paintbrush is in all different types of text editors. So go out and find it, look for it and use it to help save you. Those keyboard shortcuts are going to work anywhere yeah. in on anything regardless of what um device you have except for maybe an ipad i i don't know that the keyboard shortcuts work but maybe they do <laughs> maybe they do never give it a try well yeah. ladies and gentlemen now you know is another reason of the many many reasons why lauren bolden is just magnificent she's my go-to for i don't even know how many 
how many different things uh, I ask her questions and she just automatically says, oh, she said earlier in her organizational system she's got that works for her. She's like, oh, hold on a second. And she pulls up an answer and gives it to me and I'm able to run around, uh, do all the things that I need to do. So Lauren, thank you again for jumping on. Uh, I will throw this out there. Lauren's an author. I'll link that down in the show notes. I'll also put on in the show notes, you know, a couple of the other things she mentioned, including presentation. But you can also see even more of her magnificence in the virtual bash. Check out her session again; it's free. Thank you, Lauren Bolden, for being amazing. Anytime. Thanks for having me, Kyle. You got it. Party time. It's like. Sirens are going off in my head. We're going to try to just not be horrible. I'm watching you, exhausting entertainer. Always watching. Last Christmas. <laughs>